You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a product of Sack of Sin Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all other podcast locations. Or check us out at sackofsin.com or heypalwhatsnew.com. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. I was going to say, I, th- I thought it sounded like it was coming out of the TV. All right. You know what else is coming out of the TV? My balls. My tits. Yeah. You got the power! Yeah! What the <laughs> fuck was that? Boogie Nights, come on. I know. Guess what, everybody? It's Friday night and it's Hey Pow, It's New. We're a little late and this time it's my fault. That's perfectly, perfectly normal, perfectly healthy. Look, in my defense, uh, I had a guy at my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids know him as Uncle Brendan. Yes, we all love <clears throat> Uncle Brendan. We also know him as Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> um... Ignore. Uh, he was at my house installing the electric for Kate's kiln. Yes. Oh, boy. And we got to turn it on, and I put together the pottery wheel. So oh. Jar Jar Binks mask, here we go. Oh, I can't I think wait. I got to find me a Jar Jar Binks mask, though, before I do. I will, I will freaking Amazon that right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> send that over. If we get to freaking... Misa wants you. <laughs> That's basically been my week is hanging around the house playing Call of Duty. Yeah. Picking up Brendan to do the electrical. And then it was raining. So he, could, like, he had to run the wire outside. What we wound up doing was rather than run all new electric, I just like, dude, I don't even fucking use the hot tub. Disconnect it. Oh, okay. So he, we drained the hot tub and he disconnected it. And he took that lead and was just like, okay, instead of going to the hot tub, it's going this way. And we'll go back into your house. Yeah. And there you go. You sacrificed the hot tub for a. Uh... For it's pottery. Not, it's not much of a sacrifice. I don't fucking use the thing, and it runs all day, every day. So. Yeah, I know. It's there, Hot tubs are always good. We actually used to have one right out here. My father mm-hmm. bought one, and I think I used it, like, once, maybe twice. I, I made the stupid mistake of, like, it was actually me and my sister. I mean, I've we, only had sex in it once. Yeah. What's I mean, the point, then? It, the DNA gets washed out with yeah. the chlorine. No chlorine. We got the ozonator. No, oh, the ozonator. Whatever the fuck that is. The Ozarkinator. I hear you. No, we used to have one out there, and we made the stupid mistake of, like, let's go in it in Christmas when it's, like, snowing out. And then, yeah, flew. <laughs> it was perfectly fine until you get out of the hot tub, oh, and yeah. you're like, it's 10 degrees out. Oh, and then, yeah, as I say, it was so cold, I changed gender. <laughs> exactly. Literally. Where did it go? I, it was, it's in, I... It's like a scared turtle. It, it's, it's like an acorn in a patch of dress. Dress. It was shrinkage. <laughs> I was in the pool. It was cold. <laughs> I know. We're just hey, by the way, I'm Greg, and that's John Alex over there. And we're here to entertain you today with deliciousness about movies and TV and Drinking music and all Ari- kinds of stuff. Drinking an Look, Arizona I'm, iced tea. You know what? I could still count on the fact that a fucking Arizona iced tea is 99 cents. It'll always be 99 cents. No. Some places have it for $1.09 now. 
they put like a sticker and over what it? they did was they went from what was it like it was like a 20 something ounce and now i think it's like a 20 ounce Bastards. they decreased the size but the guy's like i decreased the size so i can keep the price at 99 cents so sorry there you go. not sorry i was like no it's cheaper for me to buy a fucking arizona than a bottle of water which is ridiculous ridiculous goddamn ridiculous gregory <laughs> we could sit around and talk about like when I was a kid, we used to drink right out of the hose. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to a comedian do that thing. He's like, dude, when, I, when we were kids, and I had to be the old guy, but when we were kids, school would end in June, and we'd go out on our bikes and wouldn't come back home until September. That's right. <laughs> I was like, pretty much. Yeah. It's like you didn't come home until the light street lights went on. That's right. Your parents were like, you'd come home. Your parents were like, what are you doing? Get outside. <laughs> <laughs> go out and play. That was the thing. It was like, mommy and it, Mommy and her friend are trying to have a good time here. Yeah, we're playing canasta over here. <laughs> Playing some mahjong. Yeah, mahjong. Do some mahjong there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what, about my week, hmm, anything interesting happened? Nah, not really. I got my car back. Nice. It's all fixed after the uh, after the uh, smash up. I've been off from work all week. Yeah, I mean, we had uh, President's Day. Oh, goddamn President's. Yeah. You know, there's a war going on in Ukraine. <laughs> Give the Ukraine. I, I stand for Ukraine. Do you? <laughs> I stand to piss. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I stand about. Yeah, nothing really happened with me. I mean, we are gearing for the uh, the big showcase coming up on the 11th. Uh, by the way, friendly reminder, get your tickets. They're going fast. You got to go get them. You want some limited edition T-shirts, stickers? Limited edition. Get yourself a Maguire rookie no card. No Maguire rookie card. Jesus Christ, man. People get us for false advertising. At, at this point. Greedy if motherfuckers If out it'll there. get people into the place. Yeah, Maguire rookie cards. And Reggie Jackson ones, too. Yeah. Um, and you get a Reggie bar. <laughs> yeah. So go on to Sackerson.com. Click on the ticket showcase and, and get yourself some tickets. And, uh, you know, come support. So uh, let's, get, let's get down to brass tacks here. Brass tacks. Yeah. How about the news? John, you got any news? This is the one upside to this mic stand instead of the one that we have at my place that's yeah. like attached to the table. I could put my arm on it and use it as an armrest. Well, there you go. There's always something to it. There is. Um, news-wise, interesting news. Mm-hmm. Mandalorian Season 3. We got a premiere date March 1st. Yes. I'm full staff for that. Mm-hmm. I'm quarter staff for the fact that it's only 35 minutes long. Yeah, I don't wow. fucking know. They do that with Mandalorian a lot. A lot of their episodes are like thirty-five minutes, and yeah. they and they count in the, the, the. Hey man, Pedro Pascal's a big thing. He's not cheap. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's he's a, he's a rock Joel. star now. He's Joel. He's, he's everything. He's in everything. He's got all the roles. Yeah. Him and uh, Jonathan Majors. <laughs> they're just they're just taking well, over the world. Well, I mean, I'm excited about it, but I don't know if I'm more excited about that. There's recent rumors related to that that. Disney has already started filming and is done with all the writing for Book of Boba Fett season two. Oh, are they doing another season? That's of the Fett? rumor is that Disney Plus series Book of Boba Fett two might already be written and possibly in the early stage and early pre-production. Well, I know I read an article where John Favreau said he already wrote season four. Oh, he's like, because we had to figure out where it went. Yeah, of course. You know? So, I mean, I wouldn't mind a second season of Boba Fett if they kind of. If they would give us what they promised, which was, I mean, they didn't promise us anything, but from the trailers and all that stuff, it, I was looking for like Soprano Star Wars. I was looking for badass Boba Fett, but I'm excited about that. 
the book of Boba Fett. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I just want badass Boba Fett. Please. Yeah, seriously. I mean, and we know his name is Boba Fett. He doesn't have to tell us like 50 times. Yeah. My name is Boba Fett. <laughs> um, I don't know if you knew this. Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally mm-hmm. joined the cast of the uh, comic book adaptation, The Umbrella Academy, for their fourth and final season. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I didn't get through season three. Yeah, I loved, loved that show, the first two seasons. Yep. Season three, I started watching it, and I just kind of dropped off. Yeah, it did. I liked, I, I liked the way how they explained the transition with Elliot Page. Yes. That was that was good. But then after that, I was just kind of like, I was uninterested. I was just like, eh. Where, like, season two, I binged that shit. I watched the whole season in, like, one weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, I loved it, you know, and I loved the comic book. So, yeah, I mean... Season four, that's good enough. They, in, can, they can beat it. In some sad news. Okay. Okay. Uh, apparently, Mar- Marvel's uh, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, oh boy. is unlikely to premiere this year due to unexpected story reasons. <laughs> I'm guessing it has something to do with the direction that the MCU is going. But I'm going to guess that the story reasons is that there's something to do with the direction the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to take now. And they have to align that yeah. show to it. I mean, I wasn't really interested in the Agatha Coven of Chaos or whatever the hell she, it is. You know, I mean, in retrospect, I think she was one of the more enjoyable parts of WandaVision. Yeah. I mean, she was. I mean, I, I, it's not like I dislike her she, character. She's, okay, so to me, the I think I've said this before, the attraction to WandaVision was each week knowing, like, oh, I'm getting a new generation of TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but that only carries you through the first watching. Something like things like with Agatha, I think, are what would carry me through a second watching of that show. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I'm just not as excited about like, oh, the nostalgia of like, oh, it's fifties TV, oh, it's sixties TV, like the Brady Bunch and but yeah. And nineties, like, you know, Malcolm in the Middle and all those shows. Like it's the only thing I find interesting enough for a second watch in that show was Agatha. And I think that's why this Agatha Coven of Ka- Coven of Chaos is gonna be kind of popular because people are like well, I want more Agatha. Yeah, she was one of the better characters in that show. So he, here's crazy. I didn't I didn't know about this until today. The uh, HBO Max mm-hmm. has a has ordered a prequel series called Welcome to Derry for a prequel to it. I did hear about that. Yeah, I don't know what the story behind it was. I just saw the headlines. Like that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, it's it's like a Pennywise pre- prequel. You know, because they did show that in like chapter two. The, the Pennywise when he was with the circus right. and all that stuff. I mean, you know. Jesus Christ. There was that other series that was all Stephen King universe. Oh, Castle Rock. Castle Rock. And I watched like the first season. It was like it, the only thing I found interesting enough to care about watching was all the references to all the Stephen King pop culture stuff we know. The dog named Cujo and, yeah. you know, all it was that a, shit. It was an interesting premise. But, yeah, it was a lot of a, eh, eh, look at that. Eh, eh. It's like. Okay, and then season two, they did a season two where it was supposed to be Kathy Bates, and you're like, okay. Um, Didn't really follow it. Um, I don't know. You know, it is a new trend now that I've seen a lot, and I was going to bring it up as far as, well, HBO Max, I mean, they do put out, like, HBO just puts out, like, quality stuff. Yeah. You know, and they don't, you know, where even Disney and, and all this stuff that they're doing with the comic book stuff, I think they're starting to realize, like, even Kevin Feige said, well, we're going to calm down with all the different things we're going to kind of limit it a little bit because they just you know quality over quantity you know because you know we get excited because we're like yeah there's like 500 things and then they all come out like half-assed you know yep. so 
Um, yeah, I just read something about like they were planning. I didn't even know they were planning uh, to bring back True Blood. Yep. And they Six canceled Feet Under. That. They canceled both of them, which yeah. I was like, thank, thank God. Yeah, because Six Feet Under, I was I was talking to somebody about it. That is perfect the, ending. The perfect ending to show. I think pretty much of all time. Oh, yeah. Like, they just tied it up in a nice little... Bu- then I was like... And then with True Blood, I, I, w- I loved True Blood when it first came out. Me too. By, like, season three and four, then it was like... It, it became like... I love the premise of, like, okay, vampires are now walking around the living because we gave them this, this, this True Blood stuff, and they can... You they know, don't have to kill us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they have their own thing, and then... Um, but then, like by season three and four, it was like they were they were werewolves and shapeshifters and fairies. fairies. And you're like, what? It's st- stick to the vampire thing. That would have been fine. Well, it's a series of books too, which I read the first couple of books in that series. It was, yeah, it was <clears throat> it was freaking tween bullshit. But I don't know. I you know uh, uh, I was glad about that. So you know, yeah, with the with these shows, it's kind of like. Okay, like th- it seems like they're trying to do prequels to this and spinoffs of this and like Yellowstone. Everybody loves Yellowstone, but it's like now we have 1883 and 1923 and Yellowstone. Well, and this one, you're like, oh, dude, but he, calm down. I will say on a positive note, the 1883 was a one off season. Okay. One season, one and done. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because the second season, if you want to call it that, was 1923. Yeah. Yeah, now, I mean, it, it, it all looked. I mean, the, people rant and rave about the show. I've it's, never. It's really it. good. They've they've just renewed nineteen twenty three for a second season. Mm-hmm. So whether or not we'll get more uh, Harrison Ford, who knows? Uh, so he's still alive. Yeah, nothing can kill me. Surprised to see me. You're gonna have to get a. I got a bad feeling about this. Um, <laughs> never tell me the odds. <laughs> Decoded the intel from the first order spy. Somehow Palpatine returned. Oh my goodness! Somehow Palpatine returned. Oh yes. So, so in the movie news here, Warner Brothers apparently they're going to screen the Flash at CinemaCon. I heard in twenty twenty, which is like two full months before the movie hits theaters. Well, CinemaCon is more of a, from what I understand, it's it's not like a Comic Con or anything. It's it's right. only for movie distributors. And Doesn't matter. I'm. I mean, once that happens, people. everything's out. It gets leaked. I mean, how much can you spoil it? Yeah. I but, mean, at this point, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it shows that they have super confidence in the in the Flash that they're like, we don't... We don't care know. if the story gets out of what the movie's like because we're so confident in how fucking awesome this movie is that regardless, everybody's going to want to go see it. Yeah. I mean, And want to see it twice. Yes, exactly. So, like, for them to do that, you know, because you can only really screen... From what I understand, you're only allowed to screen one movie full. Like, they do a lot right. of... 15, 20 minute right. uh, shows of, you know, like the, oh, we'll show you the first 15 minutes of this. Like last year they did, they showed the first half hour of Lightyear. They showed the first 15 minutes of uh, the new Spider Verse movie, even though like the animation wasn't done. It's really just to get like the AMCs and the Regals and stuff to get on board with these right. movies, you know? Um, and the fact that, you know, Warner Brothers, DC, whatever is willing to just flop it out and throw it on the table and go, go ahead. You know, because if it's a, a lot of time, you know, from what I've heard for, you know, early things about Shazam and Aquaman, like, it ain't good. No. <laughs> you know? Like, it's not good. Well, m- maybe that's why in the next piece of news for the Joker 2. Electric Boogaloo. They're filming multiple endings. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm wondering if it's that because like they're going to wait and see where it goes and what the feel is on the movie and what direction they want the ending to go. Or in case it gets leaked, it's like, yeah, that's one of the endings we filmed. Yeah. We're not saying it's the ending. We're just saying it's one of the ones we filmed. Sure. Yeah, the screen movies are really big in that, like doing multiple endings because they're just like it, they had so many problems with leaks on their, oh, yeah. on their scripts that it was just like they had to do all these different takes and endings and blah blah blah. Even same thing happened with Walking Dead with the whole Negan thing. They shot each person getting hit with bat because they were like, mm, you know, if it gets leaked, we'll just change it. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, it's it, you know the the problem of the media in the but I'm excited about. Flash. That's like the one that I'm like really. Yeah, I couldn't care less. I could not care less about Joker too. I mean, the first Joker movie wasn't one I'm going to watch over and over again anyway. I watched it once, and that was one too many times in my opinion. Really, I still mm, like I, it. I've caught it a few times. You know, mm, did it, nothing for me. Really? Yeah. Some people either really loved it or just were like indifferent about it. You know, I thought it was great. I thought it was you know definitely creepy and you know one of those movies where you walk out and you're just kind of like. <sighs> like, I was like, oh, that was a feel-good movie. <laughs> so that's it for my news. Uh, John, you got any news? Oh, bully, oh, bully. Yeah, I mean, as far as uh, anything else there, I know that um, if you go on to our Hey Pal, What's New uh uh, uh, Facebook page, you know, we have a lot of trailers came out <gasps> recently. And yeah. yes, yeah. it's true. I am dot 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 his father. <laughs> that was Mark Hamill's post about that, about the oh, machine. Yes, the, the trailer, the red band trailer for Burt Kreischer's The Machine came out. Yep. And I was pleasantly surprised. I was so happy. You know, I, I we were talking before we got on air. I thought it was going to be one of those like they're just going to freaking scriptify his story and that's it. Yeah. And that's just a small part of it. Yeah. Because, you know, there, I knew that he was in it. And then I was like, well, if they're going to do the story, did they get somebody else? And why is Mark Hamill did. there and stuff? So it didn't make sense at first. Once they put out this trailer, I'm like. Oh, I get it. Yeah. So it, they tell the story, but then afterwards it's present day and, you know, everybody knows the story. But then the Russian people come I, back and go, we got to take you back to Russia. Even though he's playing himself, like I was impressed by his like acting, you know, from what I could see from the trailer. Yeah, he's acting and Mark himself. Hamill is just freaking he's he's such a treasure. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, uh, you know, who was I talking Dad, to? Dad, why are you talking it? so fast? Because I'm on speed. Oh, I was talking to Brendan about that. I was like, that's the thing I always love about Mark Hamill is like so many actors get this like one role that makes them famous, famous. And then every time someone brings it, what's up there, Biff Tannen? That guy fucking hates that. It's like, yeah. dude, if it wasn't for that role, nobody would know who the fuck you are. Yep, exactly. And Mark Hamill's like, if it wasn't for Luke Skywalker, no one would give two shits about me. And I wouldn't have all this career I have. And as talented as I am, I wouldn't have this career without that break that made me. So, hey, the fans love that. And they're going to love everything else I do because of that. Yeah. I can't shit on that. Just embrace it. It's like bands. I call it the... Uh... The cheap trick, the flame syndrome. <laughs> wow. Well, cheap trick, if anybody knows, is like one of my all-time favorite bands. Right? They're just great. But they had one. They had one hit, the flame, and it was all over the radio in the eighties and stuff. And they, re for years and decades, they refused to do it. Why? Because it was popular. So what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like. 
you know, it was just one of those things where artists go, oh, I don't want to be known for that. It's like, you got a catalog of hits, man. Don't don't sweat it, you know. You know, Vanilla Ice don't want to be out there singing Ice Ice Baby. How many times did freaking Ozzy sing Paranoid? Give the people what they want. That's right. Give the people what they want. Embrace your stupidity, you know, like Beastie Boys. They finally, near the end, you know, Acknowledge the license to ill, which everybody still loved. Hell yeah! <laughs> you know, like they finally did that one video where they that that video they did with um, who was it? Um, Danny McBride and they, they reenact. It was uh, the fight to your right to party. They yeah, just kind of did the continuation of it. it was yep. Genius, genius. I was like, thank you, thank you for acknowledging that. We loved it. Um, so yeah, I did, not to go crazy off track, but we there were a lot of trailers that came out. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we did talk about the machine. I noticed one. I put one on the page. Old, good old Russell Crowe. Yes. He, there was a trailer. It's called The Pope's Exorcist. Yeah. And I was I, like. I thought it, it was going to be the story. Is that the story of the guy behind the movie The Exorcist? No. Okay. No, this movie, um, it's a it's a fictional tale. As but they based say. on true stories from the Vatican. Based on my. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> based on wow. My, based on my prostate exam. Based on a. <laughs> no, it's. um. First of all, Russell Crowe. I mean, what can, what else can you say about him? One of my daughter, my other daughter Zoe. One of our we we watched that movie Unhinged. Unhinged, the one with the uh, it oh was the guy fat, with the road rage. It was Fat Russell Crowe. Fat Russell Crowe and freaking road rage. Great in that movie, dude. In freaking what is it? Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, he's Fat Russell Crowe yeah. as Zeus. Yeah. Now he's playing this pope with an accent. No, he's not. He's he's uh, a priest. A priest that uh, reports to the pope and does all these exorcisms. Now I watched the trailer. I love when he's like, "You want to know? Talk to my boss." And he yeah, gets up and walks up. Yeah, he does the accent. It's perfect. I loved yep. it. I you know I watched the trailer and I I was like, another freaking exorcism. Like they can't. All right. So there's Peter Blatty's The Exorcist. Yeah. All right. I, I was talking to my younger daughter today. We we're talking about movies that to this day. Still scared the bejesus out of me. For, you know the first time I saw The Exorcist? I was eight years old. <laughs> I happened to run across it when my cousins were watching it. No but, wonder uh, he has nightmares. I know. I, I have a Reagan shirt. I wear it all the time. What other trailers? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I definitely check out The Pope's Exorcist. Um, Pope it, said, pass it on. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's great. I, I, it, I'm hoping that that movie... The Exorcist movies that they're planning on with the trilogy or whatever, I hope it's in the same vein as this. Right. I was like genuinely like, wow, that looks great. Um, other than that, the other trailer I saw is that for some reason there's Waco fever going on. Uh, Netflix has a new documentary about Waco. Um, didn't they have a TV, they have a TV show about Waco? And now they're doing like Waco Aftermath. They they like it's basically season two of Waco. Like Jesus, yeah. I'm like, it looks interesting. To be quite honest, I mean, I've never really delved into the whole Waco thing. Kind of like what I did with Chernobyl. I was like, I, I know it was nuclear and people, you know, whatever. But like, I watched it and I was fixated. So I was like, I put out something on there. I was actually gonna do a poll going like, should I watch the Netflix, the actual documentary on Waco? Or should I watch the Showtime dramatized? Mockumentary. Yeah, just like to dramatize, like, uh, you know, some guy walking around with glasses and, you know, a fro. Um, so, yeah, that, those are the only two I really saw. We talked about True Blood. We talked about The Machine, The Pope's Exorcist. The, the Pope's Exorcist, pass it on. <laughs> Pope said, God, pass it on. Um, as far as, like, new movies go, like I said. Uh, I haven't seen any I, new movies. I'm hoping to go see Cocaine Bear. Same. Um, 
reviews from what I've heard are mixed at best. Manny, um, Manny's working tomorrow. He's supposed to get me a cocaine bear poster. Oh, please. We need a cocaine, cocaine bear. bear poster. Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of stuff as far as, um, mo- like, I besides cocaine bear, like we said, March Madness is going to be crazy between that, then Creed 3 is coming out next week, and then that, you know, but... And from what I heard, Creed Three sounds good, um, mm-hmm. even though it's good without the Rocky Stallone. <laughs> People goof on Sly. I love his stuff. Um, I'm kind of bummed. That's the thing with, with Creed Three is that it looks really great. People say it's really good. Um, did Did you see that? Like uh, speaking of skinny, that fucking uh, Hugh Jackman is giving Ryan Reynolds shit about his Deadpool Three workout routine that he doesn't fucking have one. <laughs> I'm like, well, when you look like Ryan Reynolds, do you need a workout routine? You're just fucking in a spandex suit. Yeah. That- well, poor Hugh Jackman. Like, he just, I think he just wants to eat a cheeseburger at oh, this he point. Does. He's just like, oh my God, I got to do this. Well, that's like going again. back to the machine. When you look at like the scenes of like him in Russia, that actor who plays him is all ripped and everything. And then they show him and he's all like fat. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah. Like, I'm fat. <laughs> What's wrong with this shirt? <laughs> We've all done that. <laughs> that's why I get fresh, clean thread. A lot of the a lot of the TV shows I've talked about in the past couple of weeks, mm-hmm. I like watch one or two episodes. I'm like, yeah, I'm done with it. Yeah, I gave up on them. Which ones? Uh, the Ark. <laughs> uh, the do, Accused. You do give a lot of shows the benefit of the doubt for the, like one that or Accused two. show. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one? Uh, the Abducted. It's that show uh, Alert Missing. I got. What do I have right here in front of me? I have like episode number eight. I'm not gonna watch it. You got like, Carnival ready? Row, and- The Accused. Uh, goodbye. Carnival Row is on season two. I started watching that. Like this, Hello Tomorrow. I'm about to give up on it. Okay. The Ark. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wesson Party. <laughs> Wait, no, that's <laughs> dude. Wesson Party. I know it's beautiful. The only new TV that I watched was you. You. Me? No, you. I've heard it's a good show. It is a good show. Um, season four just dropped. They're doing the two parts mm. on Netflix. So there's a couple episodes. What I like about this season, though, is that every season before that, you know, he gets obsessed with a girl, then he stalks him down, and he ends up killing people and all this stuff. This season is more of a... It's, it reminds me almost like a Knives Out, almost, where it's, oh. you know, he, 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 he ran off to, to London. Now he's a teacher. He's under, you know, he's on the run, whatever. Assumed alias. You know, he grows a beard. Still rocking the hat, though. Anytime he wants to stalk, he puts the hat on. I don't nice. get it. It's um, disguise. Yeah. It's just, I put a hat on. They don't recognize me. Yeah. It's just like, dude, you're not fooling anybody. Um, he fooled me. But, you know, he goes to this party. He gets all fucked up. He wakes up the next morning. There's somebody dead in his, in his flat. I and did he it. goes, he, you know, he's like, I didn't. I have no reason to kill, you know, but then it, it turns out he was framed. And now it's like a, it's like a whodunit. It's like a whodunit, I said. Okay. You know, and he's, Clue. you know, Joe, uh, is his name Joe? Joe is still uh, laying pipe, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Want me to go full on into this? What? <clears throat> yeah, we're doing Bad Batchy. We can kick it. All right. Look, new episode of Bad Batch. I said it before. I watched it first and... I was like, eh. But then I was like, you know what? I've been really enjoying this show, really getting into it. Maybe I'm missing something. So I gave it another watch. Okay. All right. The episode was called Retrieval. Yeah. Also known as The A-Team Does Temple of Doom. 
Because <laughs> I never thought about this, but the show is the fucking A team, right? I'm I'm watching it, and you know what I'm waiting for as I'm watching for it. I'm I'm like sitting there and I'm watching, and they start going. I see all these kids working in the mine, competing, fighting for like fighting each other for food and stuff like that. Yeah. And I am literally just waiting for someone to just come in there and just be like, please, sir, I want some more. <laughs> right. I'm waiting for one of the kids to do that shit. And they kind of pretty much do. They got the bowls like who gets the slot today. It reminded me of um, in The Force Awakens with, with Ray. One quarter portion. <laughs> well, well, there's more parallels in that. Right. But this episode showed like how the Bad Batch really really is just the A-team in space. And if you do not believe me, mm-hmm. I compare Wrecker to B.A. Barakas, down to his, like, fear of heights slash I don't like flying. I, I ain't going to get on no plane, fool. Ready? Don't believe me? Mm-hmm. Well. If he's flying, then we are dying. If he's flying, then we're <laughs> dying, right? And then Wrecker says. Think, well, I'm not scared of nothing. I just, when I'm up real high, I got a problem with gravity. <laughs> right? How many times has Wrecker freaked out from being and look, don't get me wrong, Wrecker is like my favorite. And then there's things and I realize like Felony is fucking genius because I'm watching it and there's this thing that's like and, and he says it and I'm like, that seems so weirdly out of place here. Mm-hmm. Um and it's these little Easter eggs that keep like the fans in there. And I feel like subliminally we know what these things are when he pops them in, and this is just one example. Wrecker's sitting there and he says this. We're wasting our time. Right? He's like, we're wasting our time. Which I'm like, what? Why? What? That? It's so random in that spot. Yeah. And I'm like, and I did some digging and I found it must be an homage to this. We're wasting our time. <laughs> <laughs> and and I have to believe that Folonio, all of his mastery is like, I'm just going to throw that in there because it'll be like when Luke says that. It could be. Yeah. I, I totally get your A-team analysis. Now that you say it, I'm like. Oh, fuck yeah. It's Hunter, Hunter's Hannibal. Yes. You know, uh, so so that brings me to Oliver. Not Oliver. I mean, Benny. Because oh, okay. Benny is the fucking police. They're going to have some more Oliver. This is that, if you don't know, that's the kid who stole their ship. Yes. And the mine that has been abandoned by the Empire. I know, big fucking shock. The Empire comes in, strips a mine pretty much bare, and then takes off and leaves it just sitting there with all the people. Uh-huh. But this kid is trying to impress that boss yes. of theirs to get in his good favor. We know he's never going to because the only way this guy has power over him is the more these kids want from him, the harder they're going to work to try and get his. And it reminded me of in Solo, mm-hmm. that orphan group that Han and Kira belong to. Yes. Right? It's it's. I think that's a whole nod. Like, there's so many nods like that to other parts of the Star Wars universe is either shows or movies. Also, like, a lot of common themes that we see. And my favorite little nod, whether it was intentional or otherwise, was, like, a nod to the Temple of Doom, right? With all those kids working in the mine. You got, like, a crazy dude taking in a whole shitload of orphans. Mm-hmm. And granted, in Temple of Doom, he's, like, kidnapping them. And this, he's like, hey, you guys are left here. Come work in the mine. And he's using him basically as slave for labor. And I know in Temple of Doom, we got ourselves a nice good uh, doing it for a bloodthirsty god. Kalima, Shakti Day, right? But in this show, it's all 
for the glowing God capitalism. Okay. That's what it's all about. So, look, then we lead, and I'll just fast forward. We get to the part with Omega, who we know is your favorite person in the Bed Batch. The Omega level on that sh- episode was pretty damn high. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but she feels bad for this kid and feels for him. Like, when he's like, it's the only home I know. She's like, the galaxy's got so many things out there you can pursue. And she's like, he's like, yeah, but this is my home. Just like... The only home she ever knew was on that planet. It gets destroyed. Uh-huh. And now the only home she has is her life on the run with the bad batch. And I know like at the end of this, you know, they out the bad, the, the bad guy leader as lying and ripping them off. Um, the kids all band together, fucking uh, Lord of the Flies style. And they wind up running the mine. And then, you know, like every good Star Wars movie. There's a happy ending, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets their medal, right? Everybody's happy. What you say? Poor Chewy. What you say? Does Chewy get his medal? No. What does Chewy get? shit that's what Chewie gets um i mean it it made me appreciate the show more when i look at it as like it's the a-team in space that was that was great that's my hot take on this week's episode it was good on a scale of one to five i'll give it a three okay and i'd heard that somewhere before they compared it to the a-team and i'm like i don't know and then i'm like watching i was like oh fuck yeah totally now that you say that i i completely get that so yeah i mean it's a show where there are some Great episodes, amazing episodes, peppered in with a couple of adventures of the week. And this yep. was kind of like that. I knew it was going to happen because they left it on that cliffhanger from last week. So I was like, all right, well, they're going to continue that. Try to get off the planet. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Chewbacca. Chewbacca. What a Wookiee. Yeah. So that's um, my hot take. No, I, I agree, man. I think it's, it's great. And, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, hopefully, you know, I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, they're starting to lose me. They're starting to lose me. I'm not. There. Give it another watch under that lens, man. Yeah. It'll I be- mean, it's not it's not like something I'm not hate watching, like Fear the Walking right. Dead. I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's Wednesday. Bad Batch. Cool. Really? Bad Batch and, <clears throat> and The Last of Us Last are of the us. only two that I'm like, must see <clears throat> when they come out kind of thing. I think they released the runtime of The Next Last of Us for this Sunday. and. It's like 56 minutes. Yeah. No, all their episodes have been bangers as far as like time-wise, like hour, hour 10. I mean, this week's Last of Us was good. Yes. It wasn't like super exciting. Nothing crazy, I don't think. No, I mean, there was definitely some... (laughs) It was a very emotional episode. Yes. Character development. We see Joel break down as far as... Panic attacks. The panic attacks. Don't spoil it, honestly. Which is something new. Yeah. And... uh, yeah, and they they took some elements from the second Last of Us, I believe, and yes. used that. Um, yeah, the whole thing with with Joel and Ellie just kind of you know broke your heart with Ellie, where she's just like everybody leaves me, and, blah, blah, blah. and it looks like next week they're doing the whole flashback with right because uh, now he's injured. Like they took the thing where he fell on the pipe in the video game, yes, and made it that he got stabbed because it works. Yeah, and somebody had mentioned that too, and it's so funny because <clears throat> like. Nowadays, with shows like ours and whatever, it's like people will sit there and nitpick and like, you know, it's like every time I see here movie reviews now, it's just like 
can you just say you liked it? Yeah. <laughs> like, like in the game, he fights with that guy mm-hmm. and they're in like the building and he falls off. They fall off the ramp and he lands and he gets like either a piece of rebar or a piece of the railing through him. Yeah. And it goes right through him. And it's like, and then she drags him off and nurses him back to health. Yeah. I just love all the Monday morning quarterback people where they're like, well, he has a shank in his stomach. And why did you pull it out? You know, you're going to bleed out of your blood. It's like, have you been shanked before? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's and that's the point in the game, too, where kind of the control goes from you and Joel to Ellie because now she's got to go out and hunt and he's laid up and she's got to, like, provide for him. So mm. your character doesn't all of a sudden magically develop these skills. Like, in a game, it's like, oh, you've got all these skills to do these things. Like, no, like, months have passed. Yeah. Where she's out hunting and she's, like, developing her shooting skill and all that stuff, which is is nice that they're going to, you know, I hate when shows people magically get powers. <laughs> yeah. Not not magic powers or superpowers. It's like all of a sudden it's like, dude, oh, you, you couldn't shuffle a deck of cards and now you're a freaking Las Vegas dealer out of nowhere? Get the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, everybody says that like with the Kate Bishop thing. It's like, all of a sudden she's like a freaking bow and arrow assassin. Oh, you know? I know. <laughs> out of nowhere. You know, people, well, it's, you know, the essence of time. But no, I, I'm really... Uh, yeah, like I said, we were talking about it before we got on mic as far as like Last of Us where it's just, it's very similar to Andor where it's just like, you know, low, low, punch, low, low, you know, like right. this one tends to be more of like, you know, calm episode, crazy episode, calm episode, crazy episode, you know? And next week, I don't know if we're going to get a crazy this week or a calm episode or something in between. Cause again, it tells the story of Ellie and how she got bit yeah. and how all that happened. And like, she's like, I had to kill some spoiler. I had to kill someone, shoot someone once before. And it was her fucking, okay. she wants it was her fucking girlfriend. Yeah. You know, she has to kill her. Yeah. And, Cause uh, she gets bitten, infected and starts going a little twitchy. <laughs> yeah. It seems weird that they're kind of putting this like bottle episode in like episode eight. Like, well, okay, but you know what? It, it's a place where they can tell that story as she's developing a relationship with Joel, and like she had with her girlfriend, and now he's injured, and her girlfriend was injured, and where the st- situations are different. He wasn't bit. He's not going to turn. She was bit, and it's like, oh my god, you're going to turn, then I'm going to turn, and when you know she starts to turn and Ellie doesn't, it's like, what the fuck? And yeah, it becomes this whole thing. But I think they're paralleling it like that and then using it as a way to show how, like, she develops serious survival skills because now she has to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm all for it, man. I mean, I look forward to it every Sunday. It's the only two shows, you know, uh, that that you know, they're episodic. I mean, once Mandalorian starts March 1st, then the ride goes, <laughs> you know, then it's like, okay, here we go, we start watching that, but uh. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited, man. It's uh, it's still one of my favorite shows yep. um, out there. And it just, you know, hey, man, I changed my ringtone to it. <laughs> you changed your ringtone? Yeah, now it's The Last of Us. It, ding, 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 ding. You like that, that, uh, like that thing? Oh. Um, yeah. So I guess it might be time. I just let me hang. I know. <laughs> wow, that was a loud one. I pumped up the vibe. Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Why your feet are stomping? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, this week's uh, music news. Tell me all about the music. You know, there really wasn't that much stuff that never that's is. coming in. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I, you know what? I missed the Calm days. Calm before the storm, man. 
Yeah, you know, I miss the days of like waiting for a release, like being, oh my god, oh my god, yeah, the, oh my god, like running to the record. The store. new Metallica is coming, bro. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just like okay, like you know, well, now they released another song. Yeah, now it's a file. <laughs> I get excited for a file, you know, not going to the record store, pulling off that freaking cellophane, and be like, Fuck smell yeah. that new freaking vinyl smell, and look through the lyrics. The, yeah, I know. I'm sounding like an old guy, but freaking deal with it. Um, so, yeah, this week, uh, really the newest stuff that came out or, or new albums, uh, Gorillas. The Gorillas mm-hmm. came out with Cracker Island, which I listened to some of it. I've been there. I live there. I'm yeah. a cracker. I know. I, I live in Cracker Island. It's called Manpack. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, with Gorillas, you know, what's there to say? It's It's good. It's, you know. It's that Damien Albron or whatever the hell you call mm-hmm. his name. He's a, you know, I I had, uh, I remember talking to one of my friends about. Was never, I've never been a big Gorillaz fan. No, they're good. I mean, they're they have they have some good hits. I mean, it's uh, I like his voice, but it's funny. I, I was talking to somebody, a friend, uh, where he's a musician, and he's just like, yeah, you know, he was a great songwriter, but like, I'm not, I'm not confident in my voice, and I don't really like my voice. I don't have the range. I said, let me send you. Two albums from like two of my favorite artists. I sent them uh, Tom Waits <laughs> and Neil Young. I'm like, oh yeah, these guys have ridiculous no. sounding voices and no range. The, the two of my favorite artists. Um, dare I say, Gorillaz is kind of like that. Where he's just like, it's like you're not, you know. But they, their music is great. You're not Whitney got, Houston singing the national anthem. No, you? and you, look, you don't have to be Few people Whitney are. Houston. You know, I'm no Steve Perry. I'm not even Fred Perry. <laughs> I do it. I don't know why. You know, people seem to. Okay, I'm not it? even Perry Mason. That's right. Um, so yeah, if you get a chance, check out Cracker Island. Um, it's it's kind of like for me. It's is like, it on the playlist? Uh, that makes I, life so easy for yes, me yeah. when you put things on the playlist. I go, let me just go to the Hey Pow, What's New 2023 playlist. Egg salad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Egg salad. Egg salad. Um, yeah. Now, go to the 2023 playlist. Any of these songs that we talk about, I do put the better ones on there. You know, ones that we kind of go, oh, my gosh. Which, we don't, you know, we're very good as far as, like, promote what's great, not what you hate. You know, That's right. Nobody wants to sit there and this sucks. I don't like it. It's like some people do. Whatever. Um, other than that, um, that band that we talked about, Fake Names, has another single out called "Can't Take It." Um, singer from uh, Refused is new little thing, new little jam going on there. Okay. Um, Capital Karma. It's a new song by Manchester Orchestra. You ever get into the Manchester Orchestra? No, I don't. They're they're calm. They're mellow. They got some. You know, I love Simple Math. That's a great song. Um, they have a new single out. Eh, I don't know. Uh, other than that, uh, our uh, our shout out there to our our boy Daryl who called last week. We had D-Lo. a great time talking to him. Uh, him and his lovely bride Michelle. Um, the National has a new song out. This one's called New Order T-shirt. Um, Whoa! Yeah, which is down for that. (laughs) Which is funny because they put out New Order (laughs) T-shirts. The National have like it's the new it's the New Order logo, and on the bottom it says the National. (laughs) Weird. They have a song called New Order T-shirt, which you know if you're into. 
I actually uh, uh, I sent my boy over here uh, one of the songs I'm working on for a new critically Shane record just because I was mixing it and he sent it he goes stop listening to the national <laughs> oh Daryl <laughs> no I sent it to you oh you did yeah and when? your response was stop oh. listening to the national oh, oh did, I thought you sent me one just like today and no, like, no 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 you was, haven't sent me one in a little bit <laughs> no it was a few weeks ago I was like yeah I'm mixing I'm, I'm mixing one of my demos here and I sent it to him he goes stop listening to the national that's right Hey, look, look, I already, st- I already started writing uh, new lyrics for Mallrats. All right. Yeah. New permanent hangover albums coming out. Um, yeah. Other than that, there really was. Uh, we did mention that uh, Pink, uh, Pink has a new record out. Um, I like the Pink. I love Pink. Yeah. She was just on Howard Stoyne. Yeah. Pink has a new record out. It's uh, it's delightful. I, I only heard like one or two tracks of it, but uh, I am going to give it a listen to. Um other than that, really, there's, uh, like I said, just singles. The only real full records out are Pink and Gorillas, Pink and Gorillas, And, uh, you know, hopefully soon you'll get some uh, permanent hangover. So that's pretty much uh, you, you got my rapping skills. Boobies indeed, everybody. So, yeah, it's about that time. It's about, it's about that about time. time. It's about that time. Yeah, so, everybody, thank you so much. Once again, uh, March 11th. What's our March 11th? The big that show. That will be the Sack of Sin showcase going on at the Loft of Poughkeepsie. That's Tickets right. are on sale. And if you're going to do the VIP tickets, you better do them soon because i got to make those shirts. Yeah, that's right. we got some special special T-shirts there for you for just a measly 10 clams. We sold some We sold some merch on the page today. Nice. It's from Barry and Doug, but hey, okay, cool. So, yes, March 11th, go to sackofsin.com, click on the ticket button, buy yourself some buy tickets. Buy yourself some tickets. Yeah, we're hoping for a good turnout. Everybody's uh, site, we're selling merch. we got other stuff there. Uh, Barry's got some healing vape thing. He's got going on. Everybody's shoving. Is it weed? Everybody's hawking their wares. That's all I care about. Is it weed? <laughs> no, 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 not that I know of. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a hoot and nanny. A hoot and nanny. It's going to be a crazy hoot and nanny. So get your tickets. Anyway. Yeah. It's like, what do you what do you tell your daughter who's got two black eyes? Nothing. She didn't listen the first time. <laughs>